Hello, how are you all doing? Nice. So my name is Andrew Schmid, and I'm a senior at Capital City High School. When I was first asked to do this, I was pretty nervous, as I had never had to speak before the congregation before. However, against my brain's best wishes, I said yes. <laughs> With some trepidation, or trepidation, about two weeks ago, I stood before a youth group and practiced giving this sermon. However, the only problem was that I had forgotten about it and hadn't yet written it. However, I persevered and made up a speech on the spot. And ironically enough, that it was somewhat related to what my Bible verse, Isaiah 40, 30 to 31, is about. For it states, even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I had fainted before the starting line when it came to writing my sermon, but the Lord had delivered me on eagles' wings, and I was able to come up with a speech that Wednesday night in front of my refuge family. Luckily for me, that is a rather small, harmless situation. However, that's not the only way that the Lord has renewed my strength this year. Very early in the year, I think around April or May, the tennis season was well underway. And tennis has been a very important part of my life for me. I've played it for probably, I don't know, 10 years at this point. And it's one of my favorite things to do. However, that season, I came into it with high expectations, and then I fell flat. I just didn't perform as well as I would have liked. In fact, partway through the season, I, con I considered uh, quitting because some of my grades had been slipping, particularly in pre-calculus. However, the Lord bolstered my courage, and he set me on the path, and I was able to complete the season and also pass pre-calc, though barely. Without God as a steady point in my life that I could always depend on and refuge as a source of encouragement, I don't know if I would have been able to stick with tennis that year. And then this year, our public schools introduced uh, swimming as a sport, and I decided to join. Now, prior to this, I had no swimming experience, at least comparatively, but I thought, I love to swim in the summer, so how hard could it be? <laughs> and let me tell you, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Simply because of the times, I have to wake up at 4.30 or 5.30 every day, then go swim for two hours, then immediately go to uh, school. And I think uh, the Lord was a large factor in me even w being willing to do this, but then he also carried me through this period of my life. However, the Lord helps us in much larger situations than these. He's always with us, guiding us and giving us strength. And he is right now with those in Israel, and he's been with those in Ukraine. He has been with the people of Syria for the past 12 years, and he is most recently with those in Maine and across the entire country. He has borne them up on eagles' wings and delivered them from danger. It doesn't matter how big what you're facing is. The Lord will be with you, and he will give you the strength to see through it. He holds the problems of the smallest minnow next to those of the largest whale, and he does the same for you, seeing your problems as equal with others, knowing their importance, regardless of how large they seem to you. Just remember, it doesn't matter what your problem is 
or how big it is, the Lord has a plan for you. And he will renew your strength, and he will lift you up, and you will run without becoming weary. Thank you, and amen. Hello, my name is Andrew Pridemore. I am a senior at Southern Moon High School and a captain of their soccer team. If you don't know me, you know my father, Todd Pridemore, who has preached here before. And I live in uh, Ashland, Missouri, uh, just a couple minutes towards Jeff City from here. Ashland is a very small town. We don't really have a lot to do there. We have a park and a YMCA, but other than that, it's kind of just school. So because it's so small, it's pretty easy to get stuck in a rut, go do the same things every single day. And I have fallen victim to this before. Last year, I, I was at D-Now, or at Discipleship Now, that our youth group has every single year, where we spend a weekend at a host family's house for our small groups. This was an important time for me because I was able to listen to all of these amazing speech speeches from certain people and one of them that I will always remember is from Dalton Green. He talked about a personal matter that he hadn't shared with a lot of people and it touched me in a way that not many other things have touched me before. I'm not a very emotional person, and I don't really cry at a lot of things, but in this moment, I did cry. Now, I had been struggling with depression for three years now, two years whenever I had listened to this speech that he had given, and I had suffered in silence. I wasn't very good about expressing my feelings or telling other people how I was doing. But through Dalton's speech, I was able to look, look out and see that God was waiting for me. I wasn't alone. He was able to reach through Dalton's life and impact my own. That day, I reached out to my parents and told them about what I had been struggling with. My life has changed ever since then. The verse that I had chosen is Second Timothy 4.17. The Lord will stand beside you in any battle and give you strength. This may seem obvious to a few of you, but it really impacted me in this moment. I didn't realize that God was there with me the entire way. I thought I was on my own. But through Dalton's testimony, I was able to figure out that I can turn back to God. I'm not alone. If I could leave you with one thing for this entire service, it would be whatever is troubling you, tell someone. Open up to God. He's been waiting for you. He is here for you. Thank you for your time.
Hi, my name is Doug Blaha, and I have attended First Baptist Church since the summer of 2017. I have two loving parents and two loving siblings sometimes. Not, can't always have them that often. I am currently a senior at Blair Oaks High School, and I wrestle and play football there. My testimony to everybody today will be about community. I believe that community is one of the biggest things in the world today because some people have a bad community that can lead them into the wrong direction and some people can have a good community that can help them in bad times and good times. And I feel like we have an amazing community. At one point in my life, our community helped my family out greatly. Back in 2017, whenever me and my dad went on a wrestling trip to Indianapolis, on the way home, he was not feeling well. And then the next day, after we got home that morning, my mom brought him to the hospital. We found out that he, his hemoglobin had dropped to a seven, which in normal humans is about 16, and so he was half of what he should be. And so they immediately put him into the ICU. He did not get immediately better, and he struggled at first, but he slowly ended up getting better, and he's still over there, sitting over there. <laughs> And our church did very good at helping my family out. And one thing that my mom would always tell us is, who visited that day? And so I always thought that was a good part because I'd see or I'd hear everybody that would visit, and I knew a lot of the people that did. And two people that impacted me greatly that visited was Doyle Sager and Melissa Hatfield. Now Doyle, or no, Melissa, she had known me for a couple of weeks now, but she hadn't really been able to get to know me and my family truly and so she kind of had the basis of me and a bit of my family but she didn't really have that meaningful impact and so she was able to go and get to know my family better through that time of our struggle and Doyle Sager he would visit my dad quite often and he would always go in and pray over him and my dad wasn't able to talk a whole lot during this time and so that really meant a lot to him and my family and this is, and many other people went and visited too, but those were just two that really impacted us. And another thing that people didn't realize that would think maybe it was silly or rude was people would ask us, how are we doing? What's, and check up on us and see what's happening in our life with that. And that really helped me and my family express what we needed and ways to help us. And that's one of the, one struggling time that my family saw the help of the community of our church. Now that community did not stop whenever my father got better, it became stronger and people started to get to know me and my family better and they started to come out to my sporting events like football or wrestling matches. And so over the years, I've had just about everybody from the youth and a couple people outside of the youth come and visit my football games or at least ask me, hey, how are you doing? How did you guys do this week? Did you guys win? Or like, congrats, you guys won. And so it just kept getting stronger and stronger, and it never fell down. And so that's a, one good time and bad time that our church really showed us, my family, personally, how we are strong as a community. And community is one of the most important things in our lives today. One thing that we can take out of community is the word unity. And unity means as one, which I believe we are one as a church. A Bible verse that I felt shows us how the community is, is, I'm going to mess it up. <laughs>
Escalations? Nope, I knew it. I knew it. I knew I was going to. Ecclesiastes, I practiced it like eight times over there, and I still mess it up. But it's Ecclesiastes 4, 7 through 12. Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But who to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up? Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. And a therefore cord is not quickly broken. This verse shows exactly what my family and my dad had struggled with in showing whenever we were down, you guys as a community were able to lift us back up and pick us back up and keep us warm in our time of struggle. And I feel like God's mission is to have us be a community and stand together as one so that we are strong together. He wants the church and the people in the church to become strong so that we can go through good times and bad times together. The First Baptist community has taught me and is teaching me how to build God's community as I grow up. And community is one of the greatest things that God has made, and he gave me an amazing one that I can share with others.